<laughs> of all the books. Yeah. The official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. It's not 38? No, it is. I don't know. It just struck me as funny. <laughs> I don't get it. All right. No, I don't get it either. Two uh, addendums? Is that what you say? Yeah. We, we need, I need to make two corrections. Okay. Last week, uh, one, I said the book I was reading, which was uh, The Star is My Destination, was okay. the first Hugo winner. I yeah. was wrong. That's actually, the first one was The Demolished Man, written by the same author. Oh, I got we those talked two about Demolished Man. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, Demolished Man is the first winner of the Hugo. Ah, congratulations so. going out to Demolished Man. <laughs> and two, last week, we did a Lonely Book Club. Yeah. We had the music come in, oh, and then yeah. there was no music. No, no music. So, <laughs> here's a little treat. The Lonely Hearts Book Club music! Woo! Lonely Hearts Book Club with Nicky Perry. All right, so oh, hopefully nice. I, I remember to put that in. That goes in. down smooth. I love yeah. that. So Great we're not song. actually doing the Lonely Hearts segment. No, there's no Lonely Hearts Book Club. I, just, no. I felt like I, I ripped some people off of this. Sweet sounds yeah. of Ben Lehman's voice. Oh, I know. Yeah. The lulling, well, lulling I, I, sound. I think it's very responsible of you yeah. to give the people what we yeah. promised. I imagine there are sailors who would be out there, yeah. like in their ships, lost, okay. confused, hungry, and they would hear that song yeah, on an island, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they would go to that island, yeah. only be turned into pigs and stuff. Whoa. Yeah. That took a, that took a startling twist yeah. well, at well, the end there. Ben is a merciless siren. Yeah, he is. He will, he will anyway, trap you. So... Going on with our theme of lonely, this is what we're doing today. They're kind of like lonely books. They're not really, but <laughs> sure. Well, you know, yeah. we're we're uh, we're combing through uh, books that we've read over the years, and we're pulling out some gems that yeah. that we think deserve our a second gems. look. So we'll some come... of them are so hidden, we even forgot we talked about them That's before. True. Yeah, we had a, we had a long discussion before trying to figure out which hidden yeah. gems we've talked about in the past. Yeah, they're so. so obscure, even we, yes. we this, forget about this them time. Right. As we talk, I'm going to add them to the David A. Howe Library yeah. Goodreads. Yeah, and this time, as we talk, I'm going to like do drum sounds on my stomach. Huh. That's a good idea. Go ahead. Oh, uh, well, no, we're not to the segment yet. You got to oh, save, okay. some, save um, some juice for later. So anyway, uh, this is the podcast yeah. where we talk about book news, yep. author news, literary news. Have exciting spotlights. Yeah, spotlights. So, man, we're like all off the cuff. Yeah. So, so we start with bookmarks. So, Eric, where's your bookmark right now, buddy? I'm reading the stars. My destination. Hey, that was the first Hugo winner. No. Oh, sorry. That's no, no, the no. Demolished Man. Right, Demolition Man. No, Demolished Man. Is that Schwarzenegger? Who's in Demolition Man? Uh, Stallone. Wesley Snipes? Yes, yeah, Snipes and Stallone and okay. Sandra Bullock. Oh, okay. All right. So, it's a pretty funny movie. Wait, isn't that Judge Dredd? No, just, okay. Judge Dredd is just Stallone. Okay. Sometimes Carl Urban. <laughs> right, okay. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, wow, off topic again. No, I'm just going to move my mic very carefully. Good for you. This is anyway, how the so you're reading... Made. The Star is My Destination. The Star is My Destination. Yeah. Okay. It's a little bit longer than I thought it was going to be. Really? Sometimes I, I just assume like, oh, this was written in the 50s. It'll be five pages long. <laughs> but it's That's not. Funny. So, yeah, it's funny because I was like, I remember the reason I wanted to read it because I'm like, I haven't read any Hugo winners in a long time. I'll mm. read The Star is My Destination. And here I am. I've been tricked. But I think the reason I wanted to read it was because I liked Demolished Man so much. The Hugo, now, the Hugo winners, while you bring this up, the Hugo winners have been the nominations. The short list. The short list. Is list is yes. Out. Yeah. Do you have that up? You want to talk about it? I don't. I can have it in a second. Yeah, give, me, give us the, uh, the top novels. couples. Things to look um, out for. I'm sure that I haven't read them, but... I haven't read them either. Oh, okay. Um, I voted one year, and I read a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. The, the short stories are actually pretty interesting. Oh, um, I can see that. And that was the first time I probably read any of the short stories. All yeah. right. Uh, the nominations for the Hugo Award this year. Um, 
best novel. Okay. Ancillary Mercy by Anne Leckie. Oh. Uh, the fourth book of the right. Ancillary Justice. Justice. Uh, oh, yeah. Justice Legacy. Sword. Yeah, it's a trilogy. So far, it was a trilogy, but I guess she's just going to be running these until she dies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, the Cinder Spires, The Aeronauts Windless by Jim Butcher. Oh, we have. and that's not Dresden. That's just... Right, that's a, that's a new one. Jim Butcher's primary series is the Dresden Files, which mm-hmm. is like... He's like a detective, wouldn't you say? Like uh, a detective. A wizard with, detective. Wizard detective. In yeah. modern day. It's urban I've fantasy. Read, I've read the first book. You've read nothing. Is that right? I read half the first half book. Half the first yeah. book. Okay. So, um, The Fifth Season by N.K. Uh, Jimison. I don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. And I no, don't know what that book else. is. I, I feel like I've seen it. Uh, seven, seven Eves. A novel by Neil Stevenson. We have two copies of this in our collection. Mm. We have, um, I guess it's a very talked about one. Yes, last okay, year. I know what you mean now. And Uprooted by Naomi Novak. Uprooted is a young adult book. Ooh. We have it in our collection wow. as well. Is that common? Do they usually have? Um, Graveyard there? Book won. Oh, that's Neil Gaiman, right? Yeah, it, it won the award one year, and so did uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Really? Yeah. That's a good one. So, have you read? I, I forget. Have you read? I've read the first four. First so, four. I, Goblet okay. of Fire was the last one. I read. Yeah, Goblet of Fire is strong. Yeah. So it's weird. One. It's weird that that's the one that won the Hugo, not like Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. Which out of those, the first four, I would assume is the better one. Yo, you like Azkaban better than yeah. Goblet of Fire? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a tough call. I mean, Goblet of Fire is so much. It's so adventure heavy, mm-hmm. and all the different challenges and stuff. I could see why that would be okay. more of a crowd pleaser, but it is um, a tough call. Best, I'll even say the uh, best dramatic presentation long form. These, this is the, the movies they pick. Okay. So Avengers Age of Ultron is up. Oh, nice. Ex Machina, uh, Mad Max I, no, Fury I didn't, Road. I didn't see Ex Machina. Was that mm. any good? Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was good. Yeah. Uh, Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, and Star Wars The Force Awakens. Hey, you know what? We have every one of those in our collection. Yeah. I don't know which one is going to go to it. Sometimes they are like, oh, Star Wars has to win, but... I could see The Martian or Ex Machina taking it. Yeah. So. My, the Martian's been all over the place. What, yeah. What was, it was uh, Mainly Mars. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, what I was thinking for the Oscars, it was in, entered as comedy, right? No, that was the... Uh, Golden Globes? Or whatever it is that does okay. it. Yeah. Um, no, it was up for Best Picture this year. Oh, okay. So, but anyways, that's what the Hugos are going on. I've been trying to read the list, but I got off track for a while okay. so now I'm trying it again by reading a non-Hugo winner <laughs> perfect uh, yeah so, Not the so some of them are harder to find I've, like, I have to find them like the second Nebula winner uh-huh. I just found at a used bookstore one time oh. but Babel 17 anyway cool now I'm babbling I guess so so that's yeah. it for your your two read your bookmark uh, yeah I guess right. so I've been watching this anime series called Blue Gender uh. it's from the early 2000s that I, I watched a little bit when I was younger, but I never got around to like finishing it. So okay. it's twenty six episodes. Our, so that's been taking up some of my time. Yeah, our anime collection of DVDs is yeah. Great. As soon like it's expanding. The day we added the anime collection, they a bunch of them checked out. All the oh, Miyazaki yeah. films are yeah, always yeah, yeah. gone now. Mm-hmm. So and we're, we finally alphabetized our DVDs. That's true. So listeners, we're not going to describe the way our DVD collection was organized. Yeah. But let's just say it wasn't alphabetized. No, it was not. So now it is. Yeah, now, now we're up to date with libraries of the 1800s. Yeah, yeah. By alphabetizing our collection. <laughs> oh boy! All right. So bookmark. Uh, last week I was I was trying I was in a scramble to finish Civil War Spider Man before seeing mm. the movie, and I did, and I really liked Civil War yeah. Spider Man. I'm probably going to go back and read the main Civil War story. You should, man. I've read Road to our Civil copy War. Our copies checked out all the time. I so know. Good luck. Yeah, I know. I have the single issues. 
in my comic book collection. Nice. I'll lend them to you. Wow. You just can't, you know, don't dog ear them. Don't bend the pages. No, don't. I'm just going to sit down with some nachos and some... No, uh, don't, don't. You can't eat with them either. Fruit punch. Nope. Uh, can't do that either. All right. Man. All right. I finished Civil War Spider-Man. Yeah. And in our new non-fictions, we have a, a photograph book by Ringo Starr, aptly titled Photograph. By Ringo Starr? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So this is uh, photos, mostly photos that Ringo took... It focuses mainly on the Beatle era, but there's like uh, the first couple, couple. I don't know, the first section, I guess, yes. is Ringo's childhood and growing up. So there's pictures huh. and, and a little bit of a autobiographical information, which he's, yeah, he's always avoided biographies. There's no like, right. official Ringo biography, so this is about yeah. as close as you got. So okay. it was good. The and pictures were really good. The information was good. He's so. your fourth favorite Beatle? Is that correct? No, no. George Harrison is your fourth. That's probably true. Wow, all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations on your number three spot, Ringo yeah. Starr. Yeah, yeah. Paul I, was I number got, one. Yeah, I got my tickets to see Ringo Starr. That's true. Ringo yeah. Starr coming to be Seneca? Seneca, Allegheny, yeah. In uh, June 4th, I think it is. And our chat well, for there. announcing there. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you could meet Ringo Starr and Nick Gunning in yeah, the same day. Right, yeah. There'll probably be a shorter <laughs> line for me. Just, Maybe, just my yeah. wife and brother. It's a pleasure to finally meet you. Yeah. Big fan. <laughs> That's Ringo? Yeah. Do you think he's listening to all the books? Yeah, I think so. Oh my gosh, Ringo. Hey, forget about that third favorite Beatles stuff. <laughs> I'd like to have Nick Gunning come up the stage. Yeah, no, Ringo, you're my favorite. Paul McCartney's so overrated. <laughs> That's not true. What if Paul is? He's my favorite. Hey, speaking of Paul McCartney, the new biography by Philip Norman. Paul McCartney. Are you going to read that? Is in. It just came in today. So. Oh, yeah. And that's like the same guy who did the Lennon. Uh, John, John Lennon. Lennon. Yeah, I love the John Lennon biography. So yeah. I've, I've yet to read a Paul McCartney. I actually haven't read any Paul McCartney biographies. Yeah. I started one and I just didn't like it. Yeah. Do you think so. this will talk about him teaming up with Kanye West? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, just not for very long. Probably just talk about it four or five seconds or so. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Uh, all right. So I finished Civil War Spider-Man and Photograph. I'm currently reading... No blonde. Surprise. Oh yeah, blonde. <laughs> blonde is yeah. That's the one that's uh, that's been on my list always. Yeah. Just like read little chunks of blonde yeah. at a time. That's why. That's Joyce, your uh, Joyce Carol Oates Crucible. Wise man's fear. <laughs> that's yours. Yeah. That's your wise man's fear book. is the one that I've been reading since last summer. <laughs> I'm also reading uh, As Time Goes By by Mary Higgins Clark, which I'm really enjoying, but it's been on the back burner. I because, will uh, always love you. Is that not how it goes? That's not even close. I don't no. know. It. Is there a song called As Time Goes By? Yeah, you must remember this. A kiss is still a kiss. All right. Okay. So who sings? I always I don't know. That's I guess Whitney, that's Whitney Houston. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh boy! Originally by Dolly Parton. Little yeah. Fact. Yeah. Dolly Parton. I got nothing else. Okay. All right. Have Was, you ever been to Dollywood? Speaking of Dolly no. Parton, I have. I have worked nine to five. It's a though. good time. Let's just sing the hits of Dolly Parton. Do you know Jolene? Hit me. Do you want to duet with Isles in the stream? Ready? No. Baby, when I met you. No, I don't know. You're not coming in? Okay. Um, yeah. Sorry. That's okay. I'm, I'm, I want to focus on this podcast, but I'm so busy about going out tonight because I love the nightlife. Yeah. I love to boogie. Yeah. That's not Dolly Parton. What? No. Who is that? I, I don't know. You don't know? That's not Dolly Parton. That's like a disco hit. I thought it was Dolly Parton's disco hit. That sounds nothing like Dolly Parton. I love the nightlife. Oh, I know the song. I love to boogie. I don't know who that is. Huh. So, let's ask our producer. Jeff? He's telling me he doesn't know? No. He's telling me he's not here. Oh, all right. Apparently, thanks, thanks Jeff. He's not real. No? Okay. Not Jeff, everybody. Uh, so anyway, as time goes by, has uh, hit, hit the back burner a little bit, because I'm trying to get through Cinder, because our book club meets this week. Yeah. 
Uh, March Tuesday, sorry, March May tenth, May tenth at six thirty. Yeah, yeah. Cinder by Marissa Mayer. Marissa Mayer. Book one of four plus two side books. Wow. Yeah. Ferris you know, I got to tell you, I did not want to read this book. I know. At all. I know. But I'm really liking it. Yeah. I, liked it. I know. I like. I picked it up. I started reading it, and I was like, Oh my, I like this. <laughs> I didn't know. I really yeah. didn't think that I was going to like. You turned it, into I George was, Decay there for a little bit. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Man, I hope there's George Decay fans out there. Who got that. There's got to be George Decay fans. I mean, fans I'm sure George there. Decay is listening as well. You think he is? <laughs> George, yeah. hi there. Hi, Nick. Captain Sulu. <laughs> uh, don't call me tiny. Speaking of which, don't call me late for dinner. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna have a Star Trek episode before Stop the movie. Stop talking about I that. Want it's in July. To, I know it is, but you yeah. brought it up, so I want to remind people. Man, you spit on me just then. Did I? Oh, right on my mm. cheek. That's spit okay. take. That's okay. <laughs> Anyway, so as time goes by in Cinder, and I think, you know what? Let's close the book on that bookmark. Okay. Book news. What do you got? Uh, do you have anything? I sure do. <laughs> okay. Thanks. So. Wait, according to your Goodreads, you also read I Love You, Mom, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. Hey, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. You yes, gave it four stars. Yeah, it was good. It was good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so my, it seems uh, like you're really getting into Daniel Tiger. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I run my own Daniel Tiger fan fiction. That was... Uh, <laughs> My my son and I picked that up for my wife for Mother's Day. So yes, oh yeah, I, yes, course. I did read that. Uh, of I course, your two year old son would be picking up books. Uh, well, he loves Daniel Tiger. Yeah, Nothing will stop him from getting to Daniel Tiger. Speaking of kid books, though, we've been reading Pete the Cat quite a bit. Do you know Pete the Cat at all? I think so. He's, he's like a scrawny like, he's looking. He's all the rage. He kind of yeah, looks yeah. like uh, the cat from Tiny Toons. Yeah, Furball. Yeah, he does look like yeah. Furball. So Pete the Cat's kind of fun. I like the art style. And my son really enjoys it. So I've read a bunch of those. So. If you haven't read Pete the Cat, parents, you might want to check that out. I'm also looking forward to the next uh, Stephen Savage book. Stephen Savage, who wrote uh, Super Truck. Okay. Super Truck won the yeah. Theodore Seuss Guys Award. Who, who's the wrestler? This past year. Macho Man Randy Savage. Yes, thank yeah. you. No, this is not written by Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it is. All right. So here we got coming out in... Snap into a Sin Jim. <laughs> In July. So you can look for this in July. This is yeah. uh, a large print. We have Murder in Morningside Heights. This is a Gaslight Mystery number 19 mm. by Victoria Thompson. And the latest from the best-selling author of Murder on St. Nicholas yeah. Avenue, former police sergeant Frank Malloy and his wife yeah. adjust to life in New York high society as they investigate a death in the field of higher learning. All right. And you, you have light gas sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I've also worked in higher learning. So there you go. It's a, it's a, a lot. Yeah. This is basically my life story. Yeah. So that's coming out in July. You'll, do you like find, the, that, you'll find that in our stacks. Do here. you like the Victorian era? I For fiction. Don't really. Ooh. No. I. Hard truths I coming out from Nick Gunning. No, I've read some plays set in there. I've read Angel Street, uh, mm-hmm. which was made into a movie called Gaslight, by the way. Hmm. And I was. Do you ever read uh, It's a Batman story, an Ellsworth story called uh, Gotham by Gaslight? About Batman. I've heard of it, but no, I haven't read it. It's all right. He's after Jack the Ripper. All right. Also, coming out in July for large print, we have Mint Juleps and Mm. Justice. What's a julep? I don't know. Okay. I mean, that's a drink. Okay. A mint julep. Oh, sure. I don't know. I wouldn't know. There's a Ray Charles song called One Mint Julep, just instrumental. If it's not Barks, I don't care. No, it's not Barks. Mm. So, Mint Juleps and Justice by Nancy Nagel. This is uh, Adams Grove number five. Contemporary romance. Welcome to Adams Grove, where wrongs are righted with just desserts. It's not an erotica. It's not much of a tagline. <laughs> not a great tagline. Okay. And finally, from uh, Dan DeLillo, or mm-hmm. Dan DeLeo, depending on how you choose to pronounce that. And I don't have... choose to pronounce it. <laughs> okay, good choice. Uh, zero K. 
Zero K, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. wisest, richest, funniest, and most moving novel in years from Dan DeLeo, one of the great American novelists of our time, an ode to language at the heart of our humanity, a meditation on death, and an embrace of life. Mm. Okay. Zero K by Dan DeLeo, coming out, this is coming out in August. We'll have this in large print in our stacks. So thanks, pals and gals. Eric, okay. this is a slow news week, isn't it? What, what do you yeah, got coming down? Um, coming down the old pike. Well, I mean, it's going to be a lot of nonfiction here, Nick. Okay. So there's kind of a theme running through here, and I want you to see if you'll be able to figure it out. Okay. All right? Yeah, I think you can. I think you're a smart enough guy to figure out what's going on with this nonfiction. All right? Okay. Uh, Herbert Hoover <clears throat> in the White House. Wow. The ordeal of a presidency. Mm. What was his ordeal? I'm a lot financial collapse and whatnot. Oh, so not really a good president. I, you know, he's one that people generally say is a bad president because of the depression. Well, all sorts of reasons. Hmm. All right, is, where does he lie in your uh, top forty-five presidents? I don't have a lot of strong feelings about Herbert Hoover. Okay, I mean, right. I like the alliteration. It's a good name. Oh, shoot, I forgot to say who it was by. Well, good luck, listeners. I've already closed the tab and moved on. Uh, first dads. Parenting and Politics, oh from gosh. George Washington to Barack Obama, is by that... Joshua Kendall. Oh, okay. So I thought you were talking about My Two Dads, 80s show with Paul Reiser and Richard Rico, but no, you're talking yeah. about a book about presidential fathers. Yes. Uh, Can I tell you that I Which think... president would you have liked to have as a dad? Not Grover Cleveland, because I don't want to be helping him out of the bathtub all the time. Okay. No, that's William Howard Taft. Darn okay. it. Let me take it again. All right, sure. Grover Cleveland was president twice. Yeah. So you would have had to like move all your stuff out and hang around for like four to eight years, yeah. come back into the White House. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of hassle. I hate to move. All right. So not, not William Howard Taft, because again, he's, sure. a, okay. he's, he's a big boy. All right. And I don't want uh, Grover Cleveland, because I don't want to be moving all the time. Okay. So I don't know. Sure. I, I mean, if I was like the son of John Quincy Adams, then both my dad and my grandpa would have been president. So that would have been cool. Yeah. 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 You could have visited the White House and then you would have lived there. I'm not a peanut enthusiast, so I probably don't want Jimmy Carter. Okay. I, I don't want to be a Kennedy because it's just tragedy. Yeah, if that's I was, true. If I was a Kennedy, I would be long dead by Yeah, that. that's, so that's true. I don't want anything to do yeah. with that. Sorry, Kennedys. Yeah. So. Yeah. So basically, you don't know who you'd want to be your dad. No. Not Richard Milhouse Nixon, I don't think. No. Or Reagan. Reagan seems like a really stern... That's Reagan true, seems like I mean, somebody who's going to punish you with the belt. Yeah, it's, you're right. You're right. So. Actually, I don't, I don't think that is true. Really? He seems very gentle to me. Really? Yeah, Reagan? Come on. Well, he's got the ranch. Cooper. I assume anybody who has the ranch, who, you know, who owns a ranch, like, yeah. uses the belt. I just well, don't want that. George W. Bush was always clear in brush. It seemed like hmm. a lot of brush clearing. I don't so. want to be a bush. Yeah, I don't want to be a bush either. Doesn't seem like it's good to be anybody's son. I don't know. Who's the president? Lincoln, I, your dad's. Yeah. You're going to your dad's funeral. Dad. Yeah, but I mean, Lincoln's kids. Hardly any of them made it. So I mean, if you're if you're cool. a Lincoln kid, yeah. you're dead. Mm. I mean, you're dead anyway. Now, just yeah. statistically, it's so long ago. But yeah. you know, Calvin Coolidge. Okay. Why not? <laughs> sure. <laughs> All, right. All right. We got we got to it. All right. Uh, Rough Riders. Theodore Roosevelt, his cowboy regiment. In the immortal charge up San Juan Hill. Mm. What is that about? Do you know anything about this? San I Juan Hill? I, you know, I, that's, no, I don't. I'm sorry. Two months. Anyways, how do you feel about Theodore Roosevelt? Yeah. Interesting guy. Do you want him to be your dad? I don't think so. I'm not that outdoorsy. All right. I think he'd be the type that's like, what are you just sitting on the couch for? It's a uh, beautiful yeah, day. No kidding. I don't want one of those. Dad, I'm just playing video games. Yeah, I, I can't do that. <laughs> oh, are the graphics as good as this? No, yeah. I don't know, Dad. Get an HD TV, and I'll no. tell you. That wouldn't work for me. <laughs> okay. 
So who was the president during? Oh, you already said you didn't want to help help him get out of the tub. Yeah. No. <laughs> what about Garfield? Garfield? Yeah, James A. Garfield. Again, tragedy. Mm. So. Yeah. A tragic. Anyways, did you figure out the theme? Presidents. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Yeah. Uh, what else do I got for nonfiction? I don't know, man. I the inevitable. Understanding the twelve technological forces that will shape our future. Oh boy. By Kevin Kelly. Who are you, Kevin Kelly? Who you think he? you know all this stuff? Yeah, really, Kevin. Closing it before I can find out. Oh, I boy. choose to remain ignorant. It's an odd choice. It's uh, an odd but bold choice you've made. Digging up mother, a love story what? by Doug Stanhope. Oh forward gosh. by Johnny Depp. Ooh. Johnny Depp. In yeah. character, probably. Probably. As an outlandish yeah. Yeah. character. <laughs> uh, you know how Depp is. Yeah, I do. So he crashed your birthday party, is that correct? Johnny Depp was there, yeah. Yeah. He, he really had no point yeah. in being there. You yeah. didn't invite him, right? No, I didn't invite him. No. All right. <clears throat> he just uh, showed you're up. You're going to think. Big funny no. hat. Uh, the Nazi Hunters by Andrew Nagasky. Here's a, here's a TV show idea. Okay. It, it's in the vein of Dexter. Okay. What if it was Nazi hunters and they were being hunted by a fellow Nazi? Hmm. So it's a Nazi who's so filled with guilt from his yeah. actions, he's yeah. deciding to chase other Nazis yeah. and he knows how they think. Mm-hmm. Huh? I hear you. Yeah. What would you call it? Oh, boy. Uh, I Nazi? It's not bad. <laughs> yeah. It's not bad at all. Oh, actually. man. When do you set this? It has to be a period piece, because you don't want just a bunch of elderly I mean, people chasing elderly people. Yeah, probably during the Nazi era, when that was... Well, it has to be after. It has oh. to be after World oh, War II. Oh, you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah, after they're all like, the... you know, okay. running to South America. I don't know, so. man. I mean, I'll leave that... 50s? You're, you're, 60s? Yeah, yeah, 50s? Let's do the 60s. Like, well, okay. okay, 50s. You want the 50s. If you're having the costumes yeah. are better. All right. Wow, that is a great show. Would you watch that? Yeah. For how long? How many seasons? I, I mean, I feel like that's probably like a, like a three... A three and done kind of thing. No way. Wrap it up. How long did Dexter last? I don't know. Six? You don't want to go more than five. That's that's what I say. All right. And last book I've got, YA, Theodore Boone, The Scandal hey, by John Grisham. Johnny G. Not to be fused with a president. John Grisham? No. Theodore. President, president Theodore. John Grisham? <laughs> Theodore Boone. Oh, okay. So. He's not a president. Is there a vice president you would rather have as a dad? Spiro Agnew. <laughs> really? You want Nixon's vice president. Yeah. But you don't want Nixon as your dad. No, I don't want you Nixon. You want Agnew. Yeah, I would take Agnew. Okay, yeah. sure. So. Who was Reagan's vice president? Bush Sr. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. No, I don't want that either. No. All right. What about I, Al Gore? I don't want Do you think Quayle. Al Gore could be? You think dad. Al Gore could be a fun dad? No. No, I don't think Al Gore would be fun. <laughs> Seems really in love with Tipper. Yeah, he does. He does. But That'd be nice know. to see like yeah. a strong marriage in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a lot of making out in public, so yeah. I mean, good for them. Yeah. But um, who was JFK's? What? Who was JFK's vice president? Lyndon Johnson. All right. Who was Lincoln's? Uh, Andrew Johnson. Man, this is like quiz show or something. Yeah. You're like one of those like how smart on? is my fifth grader or something. Yeah. Like that. That's right. So that little... makes you Jeff Foxworthy in this. Oh come on. I know. I'm sorry. If your gun rack has a gun rack, <laughs> you might be wow, that really got you. <laughs> that was golden. That was golden. Oh my gosh, put that in the vault. That was that was good. <laughs> your gun rack. <laughs> oh man. Well, we figured it out. Jeff Foxworthy is Nick's favorite comedian. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, hit, hit me with the bestseller list. <laughs> okay. Number 10. 
for the New York Times bestseller hardcover. I almost said hardcore. Yeah, you did. Cool. What's, you almost what's said the New York Times bestsellers list for hardcore fiction? <laughs> uh, New York Times, The Miller's Valley by Anna Quindell. Okay. Uh, number nine, All the Light We Cannot See by Anthony Dewar. Number eight, As Time Goes By, Mary Higgins Clark. That's hey, what you're reading. Yeah, sure you're is, reading yeah. a New York Times bestseller. Man, I'm so relevant. It's, it's been on this list for four weeks. Uh, this book has been How on this long? list four weeks. This is a li- wow. Uh, this book was number seven last week, and it has remained number seven this week. It's been on this list for 61 weeks. Uh, Kristen Hanna. No. She wrote The no. Nightingale. Don't. <laughs> number six, so Eligible tired. by Curtis Sittenfeld. <laughs> Sitten what now? Uh, Sittenfeld. Oh, okay. That's it. All right. Number five, The Nest mm. by Cynthia Diabrix. Okay. This book is number four, and it was four last week. Been on this list for 68 weeks. Mm-hmm. Girl on the Train by Paula Hawkins. Hey. Number three, The Obsession by Nora Roberts. Uh, number two, The Last Mile by David Baldacci. Mm-hmm. And number one, Extreme Prey by John Sanford. Ah. Oh. So. Yeah. I used to watch that show. Yeah. I guess we should, uh, you know, send off uh, Fool Me Once by Harlan Coben. Yeah. Yeah, clap, yeah. play it out. Bring in the music. Yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, Fool Me Once is at number three. Oh. Wow. Okay. Cool. I'm glad it's... Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) I fooled you! (sighs) It's actually at number five. Oh, okay. All right. Wait! (laughs) Fool you twice! Shame on me that time. Shame on me, good sir. Yeah. Wow. No, it's at number seven. Okay. What? (laughs) (laughs) Fool me thrice! (laughs) What is it when you fool somebody thrice? It's, I mean, that person you need to stop picking on. <laughs> it's right. never going to be funny. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what we got for book news. Okay. What's our next thing? I think we should talk about uh, Civil War just a little bit, just briefly. Yeah. Well, it was a war between the states, yeah. really. Yeah. Was, uh, uh, the northern, northern and the southern and the states. South, yeah. Different, different things. Yeah. That they, um, slavery was involved. Yeah. Slavery was involved. Territory. Tax- taxation. Yeah. That sort of thing. Uh, yeah, you could see the movie Lincoln. Yeah, has some mm-hmm. good shows of that. And the West, the West was kind of weird during that, wasn't yeah, it? Because it wasn't was really like, like, yeah, all right. Yeah, you know what this reminds me of too. There was a more recent take on a, a Civil War premise uh-huh. with uh, well-known comic book characters. Uh, yeah, I, I mentioned ba- Lincoln. Batman v Superman. <laughs> no, no, really. Just kidding. All right. So we saw Marvel's Civil War, Captain, Captain America, America Civil, Civil War. War. Sorry, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. What did yeah. you think, buddy? The rest of the Avengers. Everybody was there. Yeah. Hulk and Thor. They, Hulk they, and Thor were the only ones. They, they, they were the no West. Part. They wanted no part of yeah. that. Yeah, they were just yeah. out doing their own. Well, it would have been better. Whoever had Thor or Hulk on their team probably Yeah, you don't won. want to. Yeah, you can't. Hulk's, yeah. Yeah. He'll tip the scales. Yeah. He'll tip the scales. Yeah. So. Did, did you like it? I did like it. Okay. You just not. No, I, I'm trying to, I, there was something I wanted to say about it. Okay. Or maybe I was just trying to joke All about right. it some more, but I'm not. Yeah. Oh, somebody pointed out online. I don't know if this is true. That's more of a parable for uh, World War One than the actual American Civil War. But mm-hmm. I don't know enough about World War One to know if that's true. I don't know if it would. World War One, Captain America: Colon World War One probably wouldn't have been a very good name. <laughs> yeah. Kind so, of and he already lived through World War Two. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So, so no there point. you go. No point. Anyway, I thought it was a pretty good movie. It I was pretty it was good. A, one of the stronger Marvel movies that have been out. Yeah. Recently. Uh, it, it had. Um, some pretty dramatic vibes about it. It did. So it did. Uh, yeah, uh, if you like any of those characters, you're probably gonna 
you know, feel pretty upset at some yeah, times. I know. It is, when they start it beating up on each other, you're like, stop it, it's you're stressful. Yeah, just talk this out. Yeah. Which is not a feeling I had during Batman v Superman. No. Not I, once was like, stop it, Batman, you're friends. Because, no. like, I, I, I mean, I just I was distracted mostly by looking at my watch. See how long <laughs> during Batman v Superman, yeah. How long we're gonna be in there? So, but, I mean, their moms are the same name, yeah. so that's. So, so if you want to catch up with uh, Captain America and friends, we got all the DVDs in our newly alphabetized. We even have the '90s. We have Captain the '90s America Captain movie. America. Yeah. What is that called? Death Too just, Soon. No, just Captain America. So what's the one you and I watched? That's the one we watched, Captain America. So what's Death Too Soon? Captain America: Death Too Soon is a TV movie. Oh. Jeez. There's a two TV movies. Yeah, starring Captain America, and that's yeah. There's Captain. We America watched the one movies. where the Red Skull. Uh, it's like Italian. Captain America's German villain. Yeah. Of of the Nazi regime is played by an Italian. Italian. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. Italian. So he's yeah, like, hey, Ned, what's the matter with you, a Captain Ned America? Beatty. Ned Beatty's in it. Yeah. Of Superman fame. Yeah. It's a weird. It movie. is a weird movie, but we have that too. So, so. and it has that song. I can't remember Does that. I'm looking for you. Remember when Captain America's on the train and he's kind of lost? Oh, yeah. It's like, where are you, girls? It's very nice. I can't find you. I grew up loving that movie. Yeah. And well, it's I won't make fun of it fine. I mean, they just put it out on DVD when yeah. Captain America kind of came back. But, yeah. yeah, I love that movie. The Civil War was good. Uh, everybody's in it. And it never really felt, like, overcrowded to me. It felt like... It's every, true, actually. felt like everybody who was in it yeah. had a purpose. And there were some characters, like, there's that big fight they... Uh, tease you with at the, in the trailer that yeah. they're all going to fight at the airport yeah. and a lot of the characters only showed up for that yeah. and I think kind of kept it yeah you know. yeah they did do a very good job of managing that much yeah that the, much like on, so. the non-Captain America characters that are like in, really throughout the movie are Iron Man and Black Panther yeah. I feel like yeah yeah Black Widow kind of counts as a Captain yeah, America yeah she has a smaller role in this than she did in Winter Soldier yeah. but she's still pretty important yeah. Um, Hawkeye just kind of like, hey, yeah. I'm Hawkeye. See you later. <laughs> so, Good stuff. I actually think Paul Rudd uh, probably won more people all over in this movie yeah. than I imagine more people will now go and rewatch Ant Man. Watch Ant Man. Yeah. yeah, I think you're probably right. So, I think he, I think he did a good job. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, oh, and Spider Man. Yeah. He was great. Yeah, I love Spider Man. This, this Tom Holland kid, he's yeah. got it. And Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. She's great as Aunt May. Yeah. And Aunt May, who's like, 20 years older than us. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, I, I got to love for old time's sake, because I'm, I'm a fan of the movie, Marissa, Marissa Tomei and Robert Downey Jr.'s Only You. Yeah. Which they did. Yeah, there was a scene where they were together. And they, like, out. show up, but I was like, Only You! Yep. So, so. Nice uh, 80s geek yeah. out moment. So, yeah. we, we have Only You in our collection, too, yeah. as we discovered today. Yeah. Eric remembers all movies at all time, but for me, okay. I was Nick surprised said we should it. do a segment about movies we forgot about. Yeah, like, we're going... We're, we're but I made, no, I on, made the on. statement that we're, I don't forget about movies, that I remember all movies. And now he's made a sound like I have an It's omni- a ridiculous thing no, to say. No, name a movie. <laughs> Just name one. So we're going... Listen, <laughs> let me explain to the people what's happening here. We're alphabetizing our Thumbelina? entire... Thumbelina? I remember our, it. remember. Our entire collection. <laughs> so I would see things and be like, oh yeah, I haven't seen that in years. So I was saying to Eric... We should just Osmosis pull, Jones, I remember it. We should pull a couple of those out. Definitely like, do right, remember it. And he was like, well, I remember all movies in all time. <laughs> kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Really remember it. Didn't October work. Sky, remember it. All that to say, folks, you need to come check out our alphabetized DVD section because there's a lot of things that I didn't realize that we had because they've just been like so buried in yeah. the weird number system. Yeah, this is a weird thing we're doing, so. advertising our... Alphabetized. I, well, I know. I mean, yeah. you, wouldn't, you wouldn't think that that would be such a huge deal, but it actually is kind of yeah. a big deal. So. so, check out our movies. All right. Anyway, 
So we did a Lonely Hearts book club last week, which we what? hadn't we hadn't done cue, quite a while. The, no, we're no, not doing no, no, okay. Don't kill the music. Yeah, what if I cued it twice? Don't kill the music. And I'm adding them to our. If if you don't follow the library on Goodreads, uh, check it out because I'm going to be better about cataloging the books that we talk about here. Promises, we have, promises. We have our list of Simon. top tens from episode ten. We don't have. I've been making a Lonely Hearts book club shelf. I'm going to mm. make a hidden gem shelf. My I keep my obscure titles on my own personal bookshelf. Do you? Yeah. You have like a separate shelf for that. Yeah. Cool. All right. You so can I can find them. them. Yeah, that's good. <clears throat> anyway, so look us up on Goodreads at David A. Howe Public Library. Be our friend, and we'll share with you the books. It's probably the easiest way to find the list that we talk about. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll be sure to put them on there. Anyway, we're talking today about books that we've read. Each of us have sort of combed through our, our book histories here, pulled out some things that we enjoyed that aren't maybe aren't mainstream or aren't mainstream anymore, or, or things that people don't really read. And we're just going to kind of go through and, and give you some examples of things that we think you ought to check out. Uh-huh. That's what we're going to do. So why don't you start? All right. I'm going to start with the kid's book. Oh, okay. Uh, it is called The Midnight Fox by Betsy Bayers. Hmm. Yeah. Midnight Fox. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else has ever read this, but I read it one summer. Okay. Um, I just grabbed it. It's a short book because it's a kid's book. Mm-hmm. It's just about a boy who has to go... Um, Live on his aunt's is, farm. Is it like live on an ant farm? Yeah, he has to live in an oh ant farm. Oh my gosh! He has to live on his aunt's. Well, you don't. You make fun of me when I say aunt. Yeah, it does sound weird. So right. anyway, he goes to live with his uh, aunt and uncle on their farm. Okay. And he hates it. He oh, doesn't want to do this this Come summer. On. Come on. Now. Um, but then he discovers there's a black fox in the forest, and he tries to track the fox. But it's also kind of like a slice of life, like a boy who's so used to like the city and everything just. Spending a peaceful summer mm-hmm. on the farm. It makes me jealous because now I kind of want to do that. Yeah. You want to go just like spend this summer like on a farm? Okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> just let's do it. So is this like what age group is this for? Is this YA? You know, I can't remember. No, this is a kid's book. I can't remember when I read it. Mm-hmm. Did I put a date on here? Oh, it says I read it in 1996. That's a long time ago. So I would have been... That's like 20 years ago. I would have right been now. 10 wow. when I read this. Okay. And this is 20 years ago. Eric's coming up on oh his 30th gosh. birthday. Oh my gosh. I'm turning 30. <laughs> you guys think this is a bit, but it's not. He's, <laughs> he's, genuinely, he's genuinely freaking out about turning 30. I turned 30. It was fine. Yeah. That's great. You've always been old. Yeah, I know. And I still, <laughs> I still got it. You've always been. You've always been watching Murder She Wrote and uh, yes, MacGyver. Right. Yes. I don't, MacGyver. I, don't, I don't watch MacGyver. Oh, you don't like MacGyver. I don't like MacGyver. What? Columbo. Yeah, okay, there Certainly we go. Certainly Columbo in, yeah. in any, like, classic sitcom, yes. yes. But, no, so. you pick the one I don't like. Weird. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing that you wouldn't like MacGyver. I know, I was going to sing Sanford and Son when we were talking about John Sanford's Extreme Fright, but we moved on. <laughs> okay. So, do you want a little bit now? No. Oh, go ahead. Is that enough? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> All right, anyway. Hey, man. 30's not the end of the world. Okay. Thanks, man. Anyway, I really like this book. I don't know if it holds up to an adult reading, but if you have a kid who's looking for something, maybe they'll like it. Maybe they won't. That's why it's a hidden gem, because not everybody is going to like this thing. Yes, yes, yes. It's only got 63 reviews. Like, it's got got 591 ratings on Goodreads. Uh That's in the grand scheme of things. That's not... 600 people have read this book, according to Goodreads. That's not a lot of people. No. There's like it's 7 more, billion. It's more than the one I'm going to drop on okay. right now. Let me tell you that. So I discovered this series when I was working at a public library in Michigan. Shout out to my pals at Willard Public Library. Shout out! Yeah. Uh, I came across this series, and I was very puzzled by it. 
mm. and I read it, and I loved it. You read, read the whole series? I read the whole series, yes. And this is the, uh, and you're not going to believe this, but it's absolutely true, a mystery series starring Elvis Presley, in which he <laughs> goes around solving murder mysteries. And the crazy thing about it is, like, one... It totally nails uh-huh. Elvis. Like, it's a perfect, like, it's a great Elvis characterization. It's so fun. And it ties it in with, like, all the things that were really happening in, like, Elvis's <laughs> life. And so it's just, like, this weird blend of things this? that are real and things that are not. So the series started in 2000. The first book is... <laughs> is this an adult series? <laughs> it is an adult series. This is by Daniel Klein. The first book, Kill Me Tender. <laughs> Second book... Blue Suede Clues. Third book, Viva Las Vengeance. Fourth and final book, Such Vicious Minds. Wow. Like Suspicious Minds. Yep. He's caught in a trap. He okay. Can't, he can't walk out. No, he can't. He loves you too much, baby. Anyway, so the one that I'm going to pull out for you as my suggestion, and again, I mean, this is not meant to be like a super serious mystery. This is a fun, goofy oddly accurate to the life of a kind of uh, fictional mystery series. But the one that I probably like the best, I think, is Blue Suede Clues. Kill Me Tender is really good. And the other ones are okay, too. But Blue Suede Clues is like, that's the one that hits it. Uh, the King Hits Hollywood. Just finished with the shooting of Kissin' Cousins, and which is a real movie, by the way. Yeah, and fresh from a headline making affair with the sizzling Anne Margaret, Ooh. Elvis Aaron Presley is at one devilish crossroads. Should he choose Glittering Hollywood or The Temptation of Graceland? So he's, he's going to go, oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. His search for the truly good script that can mean the best of both worlds only creates more chaos between his ruthlessly scheming manager and the industry power brokers who won't take him seriously. Elvis is convinced that he's forever trapped in one hell-bound bargain. So anyway, he goes off on this trip, comes across a murder, mm-hmm. and has to solve it. <laughs> That's it. All right, man. So this is the uh, Elvis Presley series by Daniel Klein, and I'm talking about book two, Blue Suede Clues. <laughs> there you go. We do not have these books in our collection. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Well, we can What's get, going on with you, man? If anybody wants to read this book, you come see me, uh-huh. and, I, and I, I will set you up with Blue Suede Clues or Kill Me Tender. All right. So. All right. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> okay. Uh, my next book, another kid's book, 101 Ways to Bug Your Parents by Lee Wardlaw. You are choosing weird books. I'm choosing kid books. Okay. What? They're weird. They're obscure. That's the I, no, point. No, I guess. I didn't know you were going to go children's. That's all. I'm sorry. I'll pay my I, attention. I just haven't read a lot of obscure adult books. It but it's not that they have to be like, nobody else has yeah. read this. It needs to be that people are maybe familiar with it. Well, I don't think people are familiar. When I read well, this as a no, kid. I don't think they probably are. I had just like found this in the library. Um, thought it looked cool. It's about a kid who has to go to summer school, and he hates it. And he's mad at his parents, so mm-hmm. he's writing a book called 101 Ways to Bug Your Parents and giving it out to friends and everything. And to do it, he also has to experiment and, you know, find ways to bug his parents and then, you know, jot them down Yeah, for that. But here's the cool part, okay. if that wasn't cool enough for you. He spends the summer working at a miniature golf course. For the weekend? No. What? Is he working for the weekend? The summer. Oh, okay. So it's like a... Yeah. Oh, okay. But he works at a putt-putt court. Mm-hmm. Isn't that That's, great? Yeah, it is great. So anyways, it's another one of those, like... While Away Your Summer books. Uh-huh. So, this one I read in 1998. 
Wow. So I would have been 12. Look at you. Yeah. Deep cuts. That's yeah. what you're doing. They're um, going back far. It's just fun. Like, all the characters are kind of funny. Yeah. The fact that he works at a golf course is mm-hmm. fun. Uh, the book is fun. I guess it has a bunch, like, a couple of sequels. Really? Yeah. And we actually have this and a few of the other books in our collection. So. Did you ever read, speaking, I mean, thinking of books that I read in 1996, did you ever read that Clue, like, based on the board game, Clue mystery series? No. There was a, I think it was like 10 of the books, and each chapter is its own little like mystery. Uh-huh. And then at the end, it gives you the little thing from the board game. You have to try to figure out who did it. Yeah. I loved those. Every uh-huh. time there was a Scholastic book order coming my way, I was like, where's the next Clue book? There, there I, was was a, I was hooked on phonics. There were a few books like that in my fifth grade's, like my fifth grade class collection, where okay. you had to like, you were in a courtroom and they showed you pictures of the crime yeah, scenes yeah. and they would also have people talk about it and yeah, you'd yeah. look and be like, wait a second, how did the fish tank fall on him yeah. if he's on top of all the water? Yeah. I never got those right at all. I like those. But, yeah. So, anyways, Underboy is the bug your parents. It's fun. If you have a kid, give him I, this. I do. Uh, he's probably too young for this. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. he's a baby. He's a baby. All right, the next one uh, of mine is an adult book. One that I've read. You think you're so cool. I don't. I don't. Good, because you're not. Oh, well. No. Okay. Are you? No. I don't know. I I guess we need an impartial outsider to decide. Uh, This book I read, it came out in 2012 by Alexander McCall Smith. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's an obscure author. No, he's not. But (laughs) this book, uh, Trains and Lovers, which I mentioned when I read it, I mentioned it a little bit. Uh, trains are for lovers. No, trains and lovers. Maybe trains are for lovers. I don't know. I read this back in March, and it really struck me because you know he's when you when you look up his books, as I've been doing recently, this is not one that shows up on any list. It's just this little. It's not, it almost feels like a side project to me because hmm. you have the main series, number one, ladies, detective agency, all that. But this is just this simple story about four strangers with different backgrounds on a train from I think London to Paris it is okay uh, no sorry Edinburgh and London okay so they're coming from Edinburgh going to London okay and they just kind of get to talking about their lives and they all have like vastly different stories and it just it jumps around a lot but in a really effective way and it was one where I was like uh, some more than others but but a few of the stories probably half two I really wanted to know what happened next it just it sucked me in and I just pounded through it and I loved it and, you know, I, I, I've been talking to a lot of people about Alexander McCall Smith lately because he's coming October 20th. That's right. And no one knows this book. I, f- I feel like fans of McCall Smith are like, no, I've never heard of that. Okay. So this is, uh, wh- whether you like Number One Ladies Detective Agency and all that or not, Trains and Lovers is okay. a good, quick read. I thought you don't like those kind of stories. I don't. That's the thing. I usually don't like that kind of story. Yeah. And this one just got me. You're always like, none of them connect. So, I don't understand why we're all these people. They lie. Uh, what you're doing is very unflattering <laughs> oh, okay. towards me. So right, I don't think that's what you meant. Well, it's cool that you like that. Are you going to talk to him about it when he comes? Probably. Buy him a tuna sandwich and yeah. sit down and chat about <laughs> it. Tuna sandwich, talk about trains and lovers. So I, I know we have this from the collection because I checked it out myself. Yeah. Do you think Joyce Carol Oates is going to be jealous that we have somebody else coming to our library who is in JCO? She should be. What? What if she's listening to this podcast right now? I hope she's she like, is. She just retweeted us on Twitter. Hey, thanks, JCO. So, yeah, thank you, buddy. So that's good. I don't know if she feels close enough with you that you can call her buddy. Okay. Why don't you let me worry about that? <laughs> okay. 
What do you got next on your list, pal? All right, I got a YA book here. Hey. This book came out in 2008. No, did you read? Did you read this when you were a YA? No, okay. I read this when I started here. You were an A. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was an adult. Okay. What are you? <laughs> no, I'm just because uh, the other ones you read as a child. But this is not. This isn't like um, as you're saying. Like, it's not so hidden. Nobody's ever read this, but yeah. it doesn't get a lot of play here. Okay. Um, and it's kind of weird. All right. It has a sequel. It's called Aeon. Did you say a sequel? No, it doesn't have a sequel. Oh, okay. It would have a sequel. Okay, Aeon. I guess, I guess that's one way to do it. Dragon Eye Reborn by Alison Goodman. Hmm. Um, it takes place in a uh, East Asian um, fantasy kind of world. Okay. Uh, it's about a... Oh, boy. I'm just going to read. 12-year-old Aeon has been in training for years. His intensive study of dragon magic based on East Asian astrology involves two kinds of skills, sword work and magic aptitude. Okay. He and his master hope that he will be chosen as a dragon eye, an apprentice to one of the 12 dragons of good fortune. Mm. But Aeon has a dangerous secret. He is actually Aeona, a 16-year-old girl who has been masquerading as a boy for a chance to become a dragon eye. Twist. Females are forbidden to using dra dragon magic. If anyone discovers she's been hiding in plain sight... Her death is assured. Oh my. When Aeon's secret threatens to come to light, she and her allies are plunged into grave danger and a deadly struggle for the Imperial throne. Aeon must find the strength and inner power to battle those who want to take her magic and her life. Look out. Swordplay, dragon magic, a hero with a desperate secret. That sounds good. It was pretty good. I it's, thought you didn't like this book. I gave it three stars. I oh. liked it. It, it didn't win me over as much as I was hoping it was going to. Okay. Um, but I still thought it was cool and it's premise was good. And the sequel has better reviews. So I plan to read Aona, Aona the okay. sequel. Do we have that? Yes, we have both of them. In our YA section. Yep. Um, I just think it's cool that you get this East Asian mythology mm -hmm. um, setting. Was that, was that part of your summer reading program last year? I was looking for something with that. Okay. Um, and it, it was hard because there's not a lot of, like cool kind of stuff like that in yeah. young adults so this is one of the better ones cool. um but i'd suggest it to people for fantasy or ya uh -huh. um i haven't read the sequel yet i'm gonna so okay. it's good. um there's some moments where you're like oh of course of course that's the twist hmm. so it's good interesting and but you haven't read the sequel yet i haven't read the squeakle no i think what? doesn't it just Come have... again? okay i thought all right those are my three obscure what's your third my third okay uh, well, Yaga. I've talked before about uh, the Alan Quartermain series, which I enjoy a lot. Yeah, sure. This is by H. Ryder Haggard, and I have Richard Russo and Bridge of Sighs to thank for that. Sorry, Tom Hanks? No, that's huh. Bridge of Spice. Oh, right, directed by Steve Because Hillary. the character in that was big into um, Alan Quartermain. <laughs> and so I, I picked them up and I read it. So the most popular Alan, Adam Quartermain, the one that, Alan, sorry, Alan. The one that uh, people tend to think of Something is King Solomon's Mines, right? Which I think was written maybe first. Okay, um, but it's like at the end of Alan's life, he's he's an old he's an old man. Uh huh. Uh, much later, mm -hmm. he wrote a book called Marie, hmm. and this is basically the youngest you ever see Alan Quartermain hmm. in this book. the The books are written all out of order; they're just written yeah. in random places in his life, so yeah, you can read to them. Pulp fantasy, yeah. So you can read them chronologically, or you can read them in publication year. I honestly don't really think that it matters one way or another. Um, but Marie is the one that I want to talk about. So this is a really early 
uh, set really early in the Quartermain story, and it's just about him and his first love, and they're they're just they're in this place uh, where they're of course unsafe, and Quartermain's trying to keep Marie safe, and she's tough, she's cool, yeah, and she sounds was, yeah. I read King Solomon's Mind first, mm-hmm. and I really liked it. That's if you haven't read that book, that's that's definitely worth checking out. But then I went back and read this. Uh, first chronological Quartermain story and it really sucked me in it was very different but it was also believable like you could see that this is just a younger version of that character so I was impressed that this writer was able to do that you know 15 years or so after his, his initial uh, book starring this character mm-hmm. so anyway the book is Marie published in 1912 by H. Ryder Haggard and features a young Alan Quartermain huh. so check it out cool read it. uh Another obscure title yes. is uh, Andy Richter controls the universe. Uh-huh. It was on Fox. That's for, that's a TV show. About one season. I think, but I think you mean a TV show. It, it was really funny. Okay. I just thought I'd throw out. Oh, okay. Andy Richter controls the universe. All right. Watch it. Find it. I don't know where you would find it. I think the DVD is available. Probably. Yeah. Did you is ever that see it? that? Have you hit your list? Yeah. You got your three. Yeah. Okay. All right. What do you think if we did like a playlist? A list suggestion? of play- plays that we like? No, I, I meant like oh. a, a books for a certain thing. Books that do this. Books that do that. Listeners. Listeners, send us in something. I don't understand. Uh, you'd have to put it on, like, Twitter or something. But I don't right. understand the, the premise. Books to read on a train. Oh, oh books okay. To listen. All right. All books right. to read while books, listening to... Books to read in one sitting. Yeah. Books to read yeah. when you're sad. Yeah. That kind of thing. I was also thinking sad. Okay. Does that mean we're depressed? No, I just knew you were thinking sad, so no, I said I'm it. I'm fine. I'm okay. fine. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's a cool idea. Yeah. You have to say that because we're on air, and otherwise we'd bicker. No, I like it. I like it. We just <laughs> right. have to think about it. Yeah. It sounds good. I know that uh, coming down the road, probably in about a month, but I'm going to mention it now, we're going to do a Michael Connolly spotlight. Oh. I know. Sorry. Right. Eric doesn't... Well, he doesn't know anything about Michael Connolly, so it doesn't really count. But, um, I can't wait to do a spotlight on this guy. Yeah, I know. Well, you're, you're going to be the one You're going to be the one with all the facts, right? Sure. You're going to look them all up. You're going to yeah. say he's won these awards. Yeah. This is his first published book. Uh-huh. It'll be great. You'll be, yeah. like, the, you'll be like the moderator. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Michael Connolly, and obviously I'm going to need some listener help because Eric's going to be a hostile witness in that. So <laughs> if tell, tell me your favorite Connolly book, your uh-huh. favorite Connolly character, uh-huh. and maybe the one that you would recommend to someone who's never read Michael Connolly before, okay. The Gateway In. So that's what I want from our listeners. You can send us to those at, sorry, you can send us those at Twitter at All the Book Show. Got it. Facebook, David A. Howe Public sure. Library. Email Wellsville at Who's emailing anymore? I, people do. Yeah. Yeah. I Who? email sometimes. Do you ever email your past self so they'll actually read it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Nick from 2002. Yeah. Here's an email. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. good. I feel like I got my first computer from my high school graduation, which was oh, 2001. Really? So, yes, I think I would have had, I had a. Uh, I had my AOL instant message uh, account in uh, 2000. Uh-huh. So I had an email. I remember emailing my friends like, fake fun quizzes Definitely. and stuff I would write up and I'd be like this you is know the what? best thing ever that's not quite true I guess I had my first like modern computer with the internet because yeah. I did have a Commodore 64 yeah. for a little while yeah. and then I had an Apple IIc which I wrote Time Fox on that's true so man it goes way back I go by desk versus tweak online for everything now yeah. but back in the early days it was like it was whatever whatever sounded good I was cheese bot one time cheese bot yeah you said bot or butt bot bot <laughs> yeah like a robot bot. like I was a robot for cheese <laughs> <laughs> that is such a window into teenage Eric. I can't even tell you. Hey, everybody, Cheesebot here. I can just take what I know of you now and then take Cheesebot <laughs> and then just bring the two together. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that would probably be before. Would we be friends? I don't know. No, we wouldn't have been friends in school. I was nice. Yeah. 
You were probably like condescending nice. Ah, uh, that's you were like, hey, that's that's really cool. That's you're rude. you're into. I would like our listeners to keep a tally of mean things you say to me versus uh-huh. mean things that I say to you. Okay. And I, I want people to send us this. Please send us that list. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What do we got for library news? I can tell you what we don't have: the Seneca Park Zoo. Because they had to cancel. Yeah. So don't, don't come to the library for Seneca Park Zoo. Please don't. Not happening. I'm no, bored. If you were planning to come to that on what, yeah. the 12th? Yeah. We're going to have to reschedule that because they were not able yeah. to get the animals that they needed. Yeah. So that is a no-go. Repeat. A no-go. Yeah. I got a text from Eric that just said, red alert, red alert. Yeah. And that was about Seneca yeah. Park Zoo. Canceling. But we are showing Alice in Wonderland, the Tim Burton version of it, Tuesday the 10th at yeah. 6.30. Yeah. So you can check that out. We've got Ninja Turtles. We're going to show Ninja Turtles on the 20th yeah. at 3.30 yeah. in time for the new movie. we got some fun concerts. We have uh, Emma Time coming up the 26th. Mm-hmm. In June, we've got the high schools coming back. We mm-hmm. have the Young Sisters performing. Mm-hmm. A lot of good stuff. we got our Cinder Book Club. Cinder our Book YA Club. YA for Adults Book yep. Club. Meeting yep. the 10th and then Anime Club every Wednesday night yep. at 6. 5.30. 5.30. Yeah. I keep saying 6 wistfully. The other book clubs right now are reading Nashville Noir by Donald Bain mm-hmm. and The Imperfectionists by Tom Rockman. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. Tech Labs. we got our Tech yeah. Labs Wednesday yeah. and Friday. So yeah. sign up for some tech help, whatever yeah. you want. And we're going to have our party all the time party with Eddie Murphy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Would that be cool though? I think it's party all night. Is it? I, I thought it was so. I want to party all the time, party all the time. I think it's party all night. Huh. I don't know. We were just, as we were looking through the DVDs, and remember, Eric remembers all of them. Yeah. But I was saying that, like, I don't remember the last time we had, like, a good Eddie Murphy movie. It certainly wasn't Tower Heist, I can tell you that. No. It wasn't Norbit. No. I mean, I guess you could say Nutty Professor. Well, that was in the 90s. I know. I know. I mean, I I love I Spy, but it was kind of a bomb. Yeah. That came out in 2002, 2003. That's great. I will watch that movie right now, start to finish. Yeah, I I mean, unless you count the Shrek films... Yeah, I don't count the Shrek films. All right, well then, no. He's, I want, like, a good, no. old-fashioned... I don't know why he doesn't do it. He probably could if he wanted to. Maybe he's just done. Maybe he doesn't want know. to. Maybe he's just tired. Yeah, he, he just wants to take a nap. Yeah, he was pretty energetic back in the day. Don't make another Clumps movie. Can we say that? We don't want a sequel to Norbit. Yeah. We don't want a sequel to Bowfinger. Nick will watch... Eddie Murphy, Nick will watch your Beverly Hills Cop movies forever. Those are rough. If you make a four no, or five and six, mm-hmm. he'll watch them. No, I did yes, not like would. one or two. He would. I didn't. I haven't seen three. I haven't seen three. You didn't like one or two? No. Not really. Weird. Did you? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, they're weird. They're weird movies. They're of, they're of their time. I don't... Do we have Beverly Hills Cop? I mean, we just self-baptized. I did bees. No, we don't have it. No. So. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. What's that from? Beverly Hills Cop. I know, man. Okay, cool. Just teasing you. All right. Well, I guess uh, we're gonna go out with a bang. Bang. bang.